Welcome back, folks, to part two of the People Like Games Pokemon miniseries. If you haven't seen part one already, check the link below for your crash course on the origins of Pokemon. But today, we're focusing on the ways that Pokemon has evolved its battle mechanics to create a deceivingly complex system, growing competitive battle pretty much into an esport all on its own. There's not much to say about Gen 1's battle mechanics, as they're easily the simplest of the main series games. Each Pokemon had five stats, being HP, Attack, Defense, Special, and Speed, and was restricted to four moves at a time. Attacking moves can use either the Special or Attack stat, depending on the move's type. Remember that, because it's going to be important later. The first big step in developing Pokemon battles was Generation 2's addition of held items, the function of which can vary greatly and even completely turn the tide of a match. Berries were also introduced in this generation and are some of the most common held items even to this day. In Gold and Silver, there were only about 10 berries available, seven of which were to cure a specific status effect, the Mystery Berry used to restore a move's PP, while the Berry and Gold Berry could heal 10 and 30 HP respectively. Other held items were introduced, and these mostly focused on powering up specific move types. Later generations would add even more items with a range of effects, dramatically increasing the utility of just about every Pokemon in existence. But held items weren't the only big change in Gen 2, as Pokemon base stats were fundamentally changed also. Now Pokemon had six stats, with special being divided into special attack and special defense. Where in Generation 1, a Pokemon like Chansey was phenomenal at using special both offensively and defensively, in Generation 2, its stats were altered, leaving it with an abysmal 35 special attack. Now, Chansey's just a special wall rather than an all-around threat. Moving on to the Hoenn region, Generation 3 added, in my opinion, one of the greatest elements of Pokemon battle, abilities. From this point on, every single Pokemon would naturally have an ability that was often, but not always, meant to help in battle. A few exceptions like Pickup and Generation 8's Ball Fetch are pretty useful for a normal playthrough. A prime example of abilities, though, comes in the form of Intimidate. Fan favorites like Gyarados and Arcanine possess this ability, which automatically lowers the opposing Pokemon's attack stat by one stage upon entering battle. Nowadays, many Pokemon have two potential abilities when caught in the wild, and even more that we'll get to when we talk about Gen 5. Abilities weren't Hoenn's only addition, though, as Nature's also made their first appearance here. The most important thing to know about Nature's is that they determine stat growth. While most of the 25 natures will increase one stat while losing in another, the hardy, docile, serious, bashful, and quirky natures have no effect. Let's take the adamant nature for an example. Adamant nature increases a Pokemon's attack stat by 10% and loses that 10% in its special attack. While that 10% doesn't seem like a lot, you only need to watch some theory crafting on YouTube to see how important even a 1% increase can be. By generation three, Almost everything was in place to create the perfect battle system, but it couldn't finally be done until Generation 4 knocked out some relics of Gen 1 mechanics. Earlier I said that Pokemon moves were determined by their type, and for the first three generations, this was true. Types like Fire, Water, and Grass fell under Special, and thus would use Special Attack to determine damage based on the opponent's Special Defense. Normal Fighting and Ghost, for who the hell knows what reason, were all considered physical moves, and would use the attack stat to target the opponent's defense stat. While it seemed simple enough, this presented a lot of problems for a variety of Pokemon whose stats didn't match up with their typing. Let's look at one of my favorites, Gengar. Gengar is easily one of the most famous special attackers of the series, even to this day, but you might already see a problem here. 
The ghost poison type did nothing but hurt its offensive capabilities in gens one through three. Being a special attacker, it couldn't make effective use of stab moves because both of its type fell into the physical category. Stab, or same type attack bonus, amplifies an attack by 1.5 times and is usually your most reliable source of damage. So how did Gen 4 fix it? With what is referred to among fans as the physical special split. In Gen 4, Pokemon moves would no longer be determined by type and would actually each get their own physical or special designation. Sludge Bomb, a powerful poison type move, which is now considered a special move, would finally be a viable option for a Pokemon like Gengar. As we saw with the hype around the remakes, Gen 4 is easily a fan favorite, and it makes sense why. At this point in the series, just about everything had finally come together to create a seamless battle system, and competitive Pokemon battling would continue to grow massively. So what do you do when you've just about made the perfect iteration of your game? Reboot it, of course, which is what we're going to talk about next week. So leave a comment, like, ring the bell, all that stuff that YouTubers are supposed to say. I've been Reggie with People Like Games, and I'll be back next week. Peace.